the K101 podcast is intended for an adult audience, exclusively for people who are both mature and intellectually self-aware enough to comprehend the gravity and the responsibility of the sexual content contained in the discussion that follows. Those under the age of 18 are requested and expected to discontinue this feed now. I know you're going to dig this. But we had a St. Andrew's Cross in the studio, and what we had planned on doing was taking Wall Street, strapping his little cute ass right up to that, right up to that St. Andrew's Cross, and uh, we are going to shock him and donate that money to the National Coalition for Sexual Freedom. Uh, the way we have it worked out, uh, there's going to be three locations on his body that you can shock with a tens unit. One will be his ass, which is a value of one. A nipple, which is a value of two, and the end of his penis, which is a value of three. Oh, we also have yeah. three power settings, low, medium, and high, also with a one, two, and three, respectively, uh, value system. Multiply those two numbers together, and that's the donation number that you get. And if you wanted to get crazy and have a multiplier, you can shock him up to 15 seconds. So Jeez. if you want just a second in the ass, yeah. you know, that's, that's a dollar. Dollar. One times, yeah, yeah. times one is a dollar. A second in the ass is a McDouble. Yeah, basically, one second in Wall Street's ass is a McDouble. That's. You can do this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna mull on that for just a few minutes. I think. <laughs> it's very beefy back there. It's very beefy. How many beefy McDoubles back there. do you really need? Yeah, right. Will, will he need assistance for that one? Or? Oh, assistance. Okay, all right. Uh, but if you like wanted to do. You know, a nipple on medium, that's two times two. You'd be $4 there. And if you wanted to do it for, you know, 15 seconds, 15 times four is $60. So you can, 60 bucks, you can zap those bad boys for 50 seconds. Or for 60 seconds. 15 seconds. Whatever it is. Whatever the multiplier is. And uh, obviously, (laughs) three times three, high power on the end of the penis is a is a and you know zap him for 10 seconds and that's 90 bucks and the end of his penis but we just get to keep doing it so it'll be yep. fun <laughs> and uh are you back with me now wall street yes i'm good and okay. this is because it's national consent month yes because it's national consent month i fully consent to what we're doing here uh ncsf was very adamant about making sure that you know no one's as we all should be as we all should be i mean i don't know if it matters because we still have no sound on youtube but <laughs> still none yeah still none so uh we're showing it here okay all right well it's just Hit refresh, people. Yeah, hit yeah. refresh. Hit refresh. I'm screaming it. Read my lips. Just put it on a whiteboard. You know, <laughs> Envy works in IT, so I don't know why I have to do this. I'm just going to point this out. You know, just I feel like she's a little more. I offered. <laughs> I offered, but I was told I have to sit here. So. Yeah, so you have to be fine. pretty in next you to me. You have to do what you're told. All right, so let me get this. I will say the nice thing about working behind the chat is that you get these two huge computer screens. If these ads would stop popping up, it's fine. All right, so. Uh, first off, let me say thank you to uh, everyone in both the Pineapple Club as well as Harrisburg Area Polyamory. I spent the last 48 hours doing some research about the differences between swing and poly. Special thanks to Britt Kinky, to Brax, to um, Shelly, who we're going to bring on the line later, to Pineapple Andy, as well as about probably 10 other people I uh, interacted with, but I'm not going to say their names because I don't know if they are okay with me using their names on air. Um so the, the the purpose was try to understand, first off, what is swinging and what is polyamory and what are the differences between the two. So um, I'll try to keep these talking points pretty quick and then we got a guest we're going to bring on the line. So I, the first thing I did was Google some definitions, which I thought was really interesting. And, and, and it, when, when I, the more I learned about swinging and polyamory, the more I understood that there is a lot of confusion. And I think what Google had to say was a perfect example. So swinging is defined as the practice of engaging in group sex or the swapping of sexual partners with a group, especially on a habitual basis. Right. All right. Yep. This is what Google had to say about polyamory. 
The practice of engaging in multiple sexual relationships with the consent of all people involved. Not even close. Yeah. No, not even close. No. Apparently, a bunch of swingers wrote the definition for polyamory. Um, There's really no set definition as far as what is swinging versus polyamory. You talk to 100 people, you're going to get 100 different definitions. What I could draw out of it was really three things. Um, It's a spectrum. It's not binary. You're not a swinger or polyamorous or really both. You're kind of somewhere on that spectrum, and you may lean more towards one or the other. Uh, The two things that really separate them, and, and, and let me also comment, as I mentioned during that last show uh, with Penny and, and, and Britt, I, I take the attitude you don't have to define your relationships. Okay. Uh, so I, I don't want I like to pigeonhole that. people. I don't want you to have to say, yes, I'm a swinger or yes, I'm polyamorous. You can be whatever the hell you want. Uh, the reason we're doing this show is to kind of give a general framework because it does help in community building. It helps to understand who, who your fellow individuals are who share that same set of values. So two, two things I would say separate the groups. Um, I'll, I'll talk about the secondary one first, and then I'll talk about the, the primary one, uh, because the primary one is really what surprised me, and it's, it's arguably the stronger of the two. So the secondary reason, that, uh, or I should say, the secondary characteristic that separates the two groups is the difference between romantic and platonic love. So yeah. I think swingers would say they share platonic love for their partners, whereas exactly polyamorous people yeah. have romantic love, which is interesting because I post that to both groups, to Harrisburg Area, Polyamory, and Pineapple Club, and I said, how would you define it? And nobody had an answer. Like, I, what, well, one individual asked, I said, I said, what's romantic love? And this individual's response was, romantic love is what I feel for the one I love. And I'm like... Go ahead. Go ahead, finish. Yeah, please. No, I was actually telling them to hold on. And you no, finish, no, no, I'm no. going to introduce them. Okay, all right. <laughs> we just had uh, KMFD Mike and Cersei Ooh. and Knott join us in the studio. Hello. You guys make it all right? Every single uh, traffic light. <laughs> oh. It's all good. We got off to a bumpy start anyway. But, I mean, hey, it's the live show. That's how it always works out. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm with you on that. I I, I think uh, just coming from the BDSM community and then kind of dip, because I mean, we've, we've dipped our toe in the swinger pool. Um, you know, we, we've done it. We don't necessarily identify as swingers because it's not something that we actually actively go out and look for. However, like currently, we're, we're seeing a girl. And, you know, I, I think. I'm going to tell it, you called her a girl and not a woman. A lady. A girl. He's a girl. She's a girl. She's I'm a cute a girl. She's going to yell at me, too. Um, anyway, I mean, uh, I know as it stands right now, I don't think Envy's in the romantic love stage yet. She's certainly in the friendship love, and I know I'm a little in the romantic stage. But, I mean, you know, does that make me, Polly, and my wife just swing, or is that just, you know, again, I think I think that goes back to those labels that we were talking about just a little bit ago. Yeah, and I found out that, that many people will um, maybe have a label uh, or not want to have a label. And it's really interesting. We'll talk a little bit more about this as I get later on in sort of my talking points. But the labels they put on themselves can be different from what sort of the rest of society or what the rest of the community puts on them. Um, I've met people who are adamantly not poly, and then they, they describe their relationships, and I'm like, that's... That's absolutely the, poly. Absolutely poly. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so there, there's, there's the one... Um, um, so I mentioned, all right, the difference between romantic and platonic love, although nobody can even really clearly define that, whatever. The other item, so I, I say I like to learn one new thing a day. It helps me grow as an individual. This is the, the new thing that I learned, which I think is pretty amazing. What I, what, this, is, this is Wall Street speaking. This is not some academic. My personal understanding from people I have spoken to is what really defines the two is the importance of the primary relationship. Um, polyamorous people have multiple relationships and it's not uncommon i would say more common than not to have primary relationships so pretty tied up is my primary sure uh and by that i mean we define primary as either one of two things either someone that you 
uh, tend to live with or someone who kind of fits that is as PA Polly would say fits the relationship escalator you have that traditional relationship with or someone who takes up the dominant or majority of your time and energy all right doesn't mean you care about that person more it's just you spend more time with them for various reasons right uh, swingers also have that. However, the difference between swingers and poly is that the, the primary relationship is primary. I mean, I'm sorry, the primary relationship is, is paramount to the point where they will sacrifice or disengage all other relationships to maintain that primary. Right. The word, uh, the, the term that, that we saw in uh, Pineapple Club was veto power. Here's how, I sort yeah. of, here's how I sort of describe the differences between the two. Um, uh, pretty tied up and I let's say I want to go spend time with doll or with naughty desires what I'll say is you know hey I'm gonna go out and spend time with her this Wednesday and pretty tied up can say I don't want you to do that and then I'll sit down and say okay let's have a conversation about that right she doesn't have veto power over me okay it, it's something where we discuss sure she doesn't get to tell me what to do I don't get to tell her what to do with swingers it's I'm gonna go play yeah, with this person no you're power. not okay like one spouse or one partner can say what you are doing threatens this primary relationship so it needs to stop yeah um so again it's not so much poly people they they value other relationships differently the way it's sort of had been described to me from poly people is they're open to the idea that relationships can grow and change okay so pretty tied up is my primary and then i've got secondaries doll and 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 naughty desires okay that i can't promise that's going to be the case from now until i die Right. That may change. And and pretty tied up have we have agreed to that that we we all with her partners, she is allowing them to grow and change as need be. Mm-hmm. With with swingers, it's nope, this is it. If anything comes near threatening it, we're done. That's it. All right. So I, I think that, I, I like I kind of like that definition a lot. I think that's yeah. the best way to kind of and, and and what was really interesting. No, nobody that. nobody flat out said it. Nobody flat out said this is the thing. It was kind of sort of I descri- I asked, well, how do you decide who to play with? Blah, blah. And that was kind of the common thread was. My partner and I, we and you know, you you said this on that show when you mentioned yourself and and, and Envy. You said, "Hey, we're solid. We're stuck with it. We're a unit." That's the yeah, term they use. Yeah, this is this is us. We're, we're a unit. We're, we're together. We don't. Nothing's gonna break that nothing, apart. Nothing's breaking us. Whereas poly people would say, "We don't want this to break apart." But, but it if could. it does, it happens. Like we're not gonna we're not gonna put up walls to stop that. It's gonna whatever's gonna be gonna be. Right. Okay, Sarah. Sarah. All right. Uh, swingers also tend to value emotional monogamy a lot more than polyamorous people do. Physical monogamy, obviously, is not a, a problem for, for both groups, but swingers would say, you know, what we call catching the feels. That is yeah. kind of the no-no. No, but again, though, that comes back to sort of what Vixen had mentioned out on the previous show, the difference between platonic and romantic love. Platonic love is okay. If, if you love someone as a friend, right. uh, it's the romantic portion that you got to uh, stay away from. Um, or that you at least have to be wary of. It, wary of, Yes. Um, swingers tend to be, and this is something that Black Sunshine and his little girl mentioned, uh, very, very rules-based. Uh, they mentioned they even have like a physical contract they keep somewhere in the house right. that says you can yeah. do this and you can do that. Um, pretty tied up and I have two rules. Be safe. When in doubt, ask. That's it. Yeah. Like if I want to go meet someone for coffee, we tell each other as a courtesy Mm-hmm. But it's not so much, oh, hey, can I meet so-and-so? Is I don't, We don't ask permission. What we say is, hey, I'm going to be out so-and-so, blah, blah. And we do that more of a, I need you to know where I am. Right. Or let's say something's going on at the house. It's 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 really no different than two friends, almost, right. I would say, in the fact, or two roommates. Th- that's how we do it. It's the, you know, I think our hard and fast rule is don't do anything that you know the other partner is you know, it could hurt you. It could hurt your other partner, right? Whoever it is. Well, and, it, and, and if you're not sure, yeah, ask. Well, I, and I would argue that even with poly people, that's even looser. And by that I mean, 
the line with polyamorous individuals that sort of let's ask before we do it it really it's got to be something really egregious because and i think it comes down to the, the again the the emotional monogamy yeah yeah where and how do i want to say this with the swinger people uh, with the swinger couple you know you could say kissing this person would be really hurtful yeah that's not something the polyamorous person would have a problem with yeah, so it's the, the, the rules, I guess I would say, a lot more laxer, or almost the way I phrased it in the Pineapple Club discussion was, like, we just don't have them. You know, let me... let me I, let, yeah, I wouldn't say that the, the polyamorous people don't have for them. For the most part. Like, let me, get, let me give you let me give I'm a great sure example. you guys have some well-intended guidelines. Don't fuck my family members. That's really about it. <laughs> and not, not even don't fuck my family members. Tell me before you fuck my family members. <laughs> That's like the one rule. Like, the, yeah, that's about it. Um, if you get to the club and my father-in-law's there, <laughs> let me give you a great. Let me give you a great. Can we example. just have a little talk first? Can we I, talk about this? Yeah. Twice in a week. Twice in a week, I was approached by two individuals who wanted to engage in playtime with two of my partners, mm-hmm. and they both approached me very polite. Say, hey, mm-hmm. I'd like to do this with blah blah blah. What do you think? And I'm like, what the fuck are you asking me for? Yeah. Like that's that's the dynamic. They're well, not my property. You know, I, re- I remember when you first came to the show about two years ago, and we and you had your hot seat questions. That was part. That was one of the things you said. You were like, you know, when when I think it was a, uh, I was going to do a photo. I was going to do a photo shoot with with Pretty Tied Up, and I was like, I think I I think I might want to you know hang out and and shoot the shit with her. Maybe I should coffee. Maybe I should message Wall Street and say, hey, yeah. um, you know, she. She she expressed an interest in in this particular activity. I don't want to put our business out there, but I mean, there was an activity involved, and it wasn't even sex. It probably involved but rope. It, I'm it, just it, inv- it involved rope and maybe some spanking. All right, I put our business out there. Little side, little side. But, but I remember coming to you saying, "Hey, is this activity okay?" You're like, "What the fuck are you asking me for?" And I went, "That's your wife, dude." And he was like, "If she says it's okay, it's fine." Little Relax. side story: We were going out to the corral last Saturday, mm-hmm. and we, she was gathering her toys, and I said, "There's this rope in here." I said, "Do you want me to grab it?" She's like, "No, because Mr. NVT won't be there. That's his rope." And my my heart kind of melted. I was mine like, mine too. I'm like that's so sweet. Wait, I found out where the hard part. Was. <laughs> <laughs> this got soft, and I know exactly where it went. <laughs> Good. It it sounds almost like Polly is more respecting of autonomy. Oh, absolutely. But still, uh, and I'm sure there there are Polly couples that have that that veto rule that crosses over a little bit. But it's. You and I have a relationship. You have a relationship with other people. They don't tread on what we have. I don't tread yeah. on what that is. Uh, right. Thank you for bringing that word, the A word. That is huge in the poly community. And, and, and this is why poly people tend to um, have a, a sort of stigma towards unicorn hunters that we spoke right. about. Because typically, not always in a unicorn hunting relationship, the unicorn loses autonomy. They're treated as, a, as an item and not a person. And that's taking away someone's autonomy is like the cardinal sin in the poly community. You can't do right. that. What, what I tell my partners, we have an agreement. I don't own you. You don't own me. I, yeah. I don't tell you what to do. You don't get to tell me what to do. Now, obviously, we have to have communication, but you will never hear me or one of my partners say, you can't do that. Yeah. Never happens. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I see that. That's that's something that I struggle with, uh, especially with with the new relationship that we have. Um, but she is her own person, and I, I, she's also my submissive. And I think that's the hard part for me is she she wants to be my submissive, so therefore I I require a certain level of respect. Yeah. 
but I'm also trying to balance that with with her need for that kind of autonomy, yeah. and and it, it's it's something I really I'm really wrestling with it right now. Well, well, that's that's where sort of the kink and the swing and the poly thing can kind of get get lined. It's a shitty Venn diagram. I don't like. Yeah. It. Well, that's where. Well, <laughs> it, 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 it it's funny. Um, we talk about dominance and submissives, particularly like the relationship that you have in that twenty four seven relationship. Like I, I couldn't do that, even though I'm submissive. I'd like to say I'm also poly submissive, and by that I mean I have doms that I play with. And I have toys that are specific right. to those doms. Yeah. And when we're seeing, I am with that dom. But I don't think I could be in a relationship where a dom says, you're mine and you're only mine. Like, no, I can't. I need that autonomy. Right. Like, if a dom approached me for that, I'm like, nope, that's not the relationship I'm looking for at this time. Yeah. Yeah, And, and I don't think there's anything wrong with, with either with either way of doing it. As long as oh, everybody's no, no. on the same page and everybody's working that's properly. That's the key. As long as it, it's, a ma- it's a matter of making sure that, that no one's shitting in anyone else's Cheerios. Guys, uh, we're going to get ready to go to a real quick break. But I want to make sure that you know uh, we're going to open up the phone lines when we come back from the break. Uh, 717-925-0603. If you're in the pineapple group, people, I know you guys are paying attention because I know Wall Street put the link up there. So think about calling in. You can stay anonymous. We don't have any problems with that. Uh, use the live chat for YouTube. You can ch- chat in on uh, Skype, nvtrist at gmail.com, 717-925-0603. We're talking swing versus poly, and it's going to be a great conversation. We'll be back. Vol- uh, Veritas, how many minutes? Four. Four minutes, guys. We'll be right back. Hey guys, hope you're enjoying the Nominalatrist K101 podcast. On the off chance you haven't reached out to us on Nominalatrist.com and you wanted to talk to us, it's easy. You have suggestions for the show, you have comments or criticisms, you can, you know, you can always email us. But if you don't want to email us, that's fine, because we're always open to taking constructive criticism. What you can do is reach out to us on Twitter. I'm your host, Mr. Novanilla Tris. You can find me on Twitter, at Mr. underscore NVT. You can find Envy on Twitter as well, at SillyKitten815. You're looking for that sexy siren, Sin Kitty? That's easy, too. At Sin underscore Kitty. That's S-Y-N. At KMFD Mike 102 at Wall Street 711. If you were looking to get in touch with our interactive producer, Chapin, it would be at Sarah C 517. Our video producer, at Veritas underscore I underscore M. If you had to get in touch with Sal, it would be at Engineer underscore Sal. <laughs> Who wants to get in touch with Sal? Seriously. Do it your way if that's who you need to get in touch with. We're always here to answer your questions, and we always want to try and support the community in any way we can. Hence, we gave out Sal's fucking Twitter. So, there's that. All right, now you know how to get in touch with us. No excuses. 
call in ask questions that's what we're here for Mr. NBT's chief export is DNA. He once ate a birthday cake before his friends could tell him there was a stripper in it. The stripper is on record saying she appreciated his meal. When the stars are shining brightly and Mr. NBT goes hiking in the woods at night, if you listen carefully, you'll hear off in the distance. This is the most sausage I've ever eaten in my entire life. When Mr. NBT calls a 900 number, they don't charge him. He just holds up the phone and money falls out. Ha! Fuck it! Mr. NBT is not hung like a horse. Horses are hung like Mr. NBT. <laughs> Contrary to popular belief, the United States is not a democracy. It's a Mr. NBT leadership. And Tom Brady was overheard saying, Now my jeans don't fit. Thanks a lot for hanging out with the K101 podcast. I promise you, I am not hung like a horse, and horses are definitely not hung. Like a horse. <laughs> Just hung like a horses? goat, <laughs> Very miniature goat. <laughs> Guys, we're hanging out and we're doing the K101 Non Vanilla Trust podcast. It is. A great conversation. We've been we just kind of getting into it. Swing versus Polly, and uh, Wall Street had a couple more points he wanted to go, and we have a caller we want to bring. Well, before in. we go into that, I want yeah. to say um, welcome in the chat to Britt Kinky. Is hey, in there? Hey, Britt Kinky, good to see you. Sir. I'm assuming Penny is probably somewhere running around. Give Penny our love. Uh, Bandit's in. Bandit. Uh, and apparently she has to work, but she still has time to show up in the chat. Chapin's in there as well. Oh, oh Chapin. Chapin. <laughs> We love you. Oh, feel better. No, actually, I don't think. I think she's actually. Uh, she's she's at a at a physician's office right now. Uh, she decided to take off work anyway and then go to the doctor because yeah. she's not feeling well. So get better soon, honey. Yes, yes. 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 Get better, honey. You know, seriously, my back's killing me. I'm just saying, like, we'll, we'll talk. <laughs> That's the why he didn't want to get over on radio <laughs> during the break. That I can understand. We need a chiropractor. Oh, actually, can you, you Can you do me a favor? I meant to say something during the break. Can, can somebody move this? Post right here from it's right. I, I have one eye on one side of Wall Street and one eye on the other, and it's giving me a headache. <laughs> oh, all right. So know. Wall Street. We were talking. Yeah. Uh, we were talking swing versus poly. 
<laughs> Cersei's trying to give me a back massage, and I'm like, if you do that while I'm talking, it's going to be... That's all. I, I just need to move just an extra foot. Yeah, so one other point I wanted to get to before we get to our caller is there was, right. and I alluded to this during the initial part of when we started the piece, um, there tends to be, and I don't think this is intentional, um, uh, poly people tend to be very, I would say, maybe not open, but accepting of their status, whereas uh, I've noticed among the swing community sort of a, I don't want to say a discrimination, but a reluctance to sort of acknowledge polyamorous aspects of their lives uh you know i mentioned during uh, uh when we started the segment i there was an individual i met once i was speaking to uh, who shall not be maimed and and uh i was talking about polyamorous relationships and they said well i could never be poly and then they started to talk about their boyfriend and their girlfriend and, and like clearly multiple i'm like i, Dude, I think that's pretty, that's poly. pretty poly so it, <laughs> i i don't and this is just my personal opinion and this is going to sound like kink shaming so i apologize in advance I kind of think poly may have a little bit of a negative connotation in the swing community. And if swingers are out there, feel free to at me on this because this is how I learned. Um, it's almost a uh, falling to the dark side that if you're a swinger and you become polyamorous, it's like, thank Well, I, I think I, I would argue that swingers by default kind of look at the unit. This, like, yeah. the, this and, is and the that's, unit. And that's what I'm saying. And, 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 if, it's and not, if, you're, if you're violating this unit, then exactly. yeah. Then, it's not that there's anything wrong with being polyamorous. It's that if I'm a swinger and I engage in poly, I failed my partner. I have violated that trust. Right. And and I don't think necessarily well, it, that's the case. I, I don't think that's the case either. But also in the swinger's defense, I think there are a lot of swingers who may get into swinging for the wrong reasons. And then when they flip to the dark side, when, the, when those relationships ultimately do fail... The one person who was into swinging and wanted to have the poly relationship moves on, and then the other person who isn't in that relationship, the other person who isn't in that relationship, oh, I didn't take it down, did I? Damn, I always take it down, and I forgot Such a professional sure operation. I swear to God. Chris knows. Sorry, guys. Thank you. Um, Broadcasting from the closet. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Just okay, out. so moving so, on. Moving forward. Ba -da -ba -da. All right. Um, <laughs> funny you should mention complications in swinger and poly relationships because we actually have a caller that we're going to introduce. Uh, okay. she, she is going by Michelle is okay. the name she'd like to utilize. So I will give the 15-second Reader's Digest version of Michelle's situation, and then we'll bring her on, and we can all make her feel very nervous. So oh, I can't wait. She, she's, no. a little, <laughs> she's a little edgy. Yeah, it's fine. Stop it's fine. It. It's not. Um, so I had a great 45-minute pre-interview with Michelle last night. Um, as we all saw in the content, meaning Pretty Ted Up was mad because I wasn't home with dinner yet. But <laughs> she's a torpid. She was hangry. She was hangry. So uh, Michelle uh, and her spouse, uh, what are Abe. We Abe, we're calling him Abe. Jebediah. Abraham. Abraham. <laughs> no, Abe. So her and her spouse, Abe, have been swingers for 12 years. Uh, about six months to a year ago, they, um, at a club, met uh, another couple by the name of... Sam and Charlotte. Sam and Charlotte. And I will let uh, Michelle sort of take the story from there. Michelle, you Michelle, are... Michelle, are you with us? I'm here. Yes, I am. Welcome to the K101 Podcast, dear. Thank you very much for calling in and sharing with us. Awesome. All right, so tell us what's going on here. Okay, so I, first of all, think that um, this conversation on how poly and swing kind of come together, and I've just learned the word swally. So I think that it's really important because being sort of heavily invested in the just the lifestyle community for so long, and now this new venture into swally, I feel like um, there's, there's a bit of misconception maybe, and... Um, sort of navigation issues maybe and I just feel as though my story really needs to be 
said so that people understand that it's it's not an easy transition. Okay. You were saying that some people are, are 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 judging of the poly part of things when they're highly vested in the lifestyle, and I I tend to agree. It's not an easy easy navigation. All right, Michelle, before we go any further, just for clarification, because uh, I know okay. words have power and they are confusing. Yeah. Uh, the yeah. lifestyle is an ambiguous term. Can you yeah, clarify what you mean by the yeah, word the sorry. lifestyle? Yeah, no, it's sorry. all right. Okay. No, it's okay. fine. It's fine. The, sw- the swing. The swinging community, the okay. swinging, right. yeah. That's what I yeah. thought. Just want to make sure we're all on the same Sorry. page. That's all right. Yep. Okay, so I guess I can sort of talk about my story first. Um, was never really intending on becoming Polly, um, but I've always been um, very driven by feelings and emotions, and I really struggled um, in the lifestyle with the um, not making sort of emotional, intimate connections. I always felt that there was something missing. Um, I love the atmosphere. I love the social connect- connections. I love the, the the community and the family. But there was always that piece that I felt like my, my wings were always clipped because I always wanted to take those friendships and relationships a little bit further into more of a, of a deeper sort of emotional and sure. intellectual connection. Yeah, and so sense. it was just sort of something that happened by accident. Um, my husband and I have always been, um, very free to sort of, um, have the things that we want, um, with a little bit of discussion. So when I started to realize that I, you know, that I was feeling these feelings that I didn't really identify as poly, but just more emotional, um, when it happened for me, when it hit me, um, I, I knew right away that it was exactly what I needed. It was that missing piece. Now, now, let me, let so me jump in here real quick. Yeah. Um, we're talking about Sam and Charlotte at this point? Yes, yeah. Okay. So I was Let me jump in again then. How long were you, you said you and you and Abe were in the swinging community for like 12 years at this point, right? Yeah. Yeah, and very, you, very heavily vested in in all of the you know the parties and the clubs and the house right, so, parties so, and the get-togethers. All right, so the whole physical intimacy with you and your husband being with other people was nothing new. Nothing new at all. Zero jealousy. As a matter of fact, the nature of his job um, takes him out of town um, pretty much most of the year. He's home about six days a month, so okay. um, that so, gave so me when, a lot of freedom. To um, pursue things on my own, and when we were together, um, really sort of establishing that 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 swing identity together. So we were not strangers to feeling very comfortable with each other, kind of doing our own thing and being somewhere without having us sticking to gl- like glue together. Right. So so then let me let me do this. So you you, you guys have had this for a long time. Then the Sam and Charlotte thing happened. Six yes. months ago, or was that like a year ago? Okay, so I I first started talking Just to it. Sam. Yeah, over and start and uh, Hold on a second. Just stand by. No worries. Thank you. Um, yeah. I first started talking to Hello Sam. Hello there. Hang, hang on. Just hang on, caller. September. Hang on, caller. Go ahead. I'm new with this. And <laughs> I... Um, knew right away that he was somebody that I definitely felt um, a very, very deep connection to um, instantaneously. Our conversations lasted for hours, and we had never met face-to-face. This went on for about six months until we met physically at um, a, um, a swing party um, at the club. And it 
hit me like a ton of bricks. I realized right away that he was going to be somebody that was going to be in my life for a while. And I never really understood what new relationship energy felt like until that day. Um, my husband was with me um, at that party, and his spouse was with him. And I felt like there was not one other person in the room. And well, that's it was good. very it was a very um, interesting night, to say the least. Um, and we have been together pretty um, seriously since then. And um, so it's been about a year since we first started talking. And um, our relationship is independent. Like, I'm not a shared partner with his spouse. Him and I are um, sort of, I guess you can say maybe relationship autonomous. I don't even know if that's a word, but uh, uh, whatever. But um, we don't have, we don't share or swap like in the lifestyle community as like a, you know, like as in a four-way swap kind of situation. Okay. I told you you need a whiteboard for this. I'm telling you, right? <laughs> so uh, no, so, so let's let's, let's jump to there's... let's let's jump to where the issue began. Sure. So that ha- that happened how long okay. ago? Um, okay, so we met at the club in January. So okay. uh, we started we started really um, quickly and very fast into some r- pretty deep NRE. So we were spending a lot of time together. Let's pause right there for a minute. Yeah, pause. NRE. Yeah, so let's extend this. NRE is... We have a lot of new people on the show, so the, okay. the whole point new of the K-101 is to teach relationship energy. It. Feeling yes. like okay. when you're in a grocery store and you're pushing a cart around and you're bumping into everybody because you're just in la-la land. NRE is that NRE feeling we got when we were 14 and we yeah. got our first... Yeah, yeah. That, you, that. you got that girlfriend for the very first yep, time or your that's... boyfriend for the very first time. Oh, you got yeah. those butterflies yep. in the hallway. Yeah. Oh, I'm getting got to get ready to go to algebra and I hate algebra class, but I know she's going to be there. Yep, that's it. You just call that puppy love. Yes. Wedding, yeah, can't talk straight, all of that stuff. And that lasted a really long time. It lasted a couple, maybe two months, three months. It was a long, a long while that we were sort of floating in that, in that, in that, that energy of really being connected and um, invested in each other on a very deep emotional level. And um, it felt really good. But it was something new to me, and it was hard because it was something that I, I struggled to articulate, and we both kind of struggled to articulate that with our primary partners um, to some degree. We, they were, you know, they were were sanctioning and blessing our 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 newfound love for each other, but it was something that we both really weren't expecting. Right. So, so- you know, we had to figure out how to do this whole new poly thing and being in love and having all these feelings when we have been told for years and years that the lifestyle is no, no feelings. You can't do that. Right. right. So it was, um, it, it's been, it still is. It's not, it's not an easy road. It's, it's very challenging because there are two conflicting sort of ideologies on how you go about doing things and sometimes they contradict each other so michelle if we could just because i think this is a really part important part of your story do you do you, sure. mind, do you mind talking about the benching yeah no i'll definitely share about it okay, okay. All right. yeah, I, I, say, I, we, I didn't want to make sure you weren't glossing I, over there i want to try and keep on component. topic here too yeah it's a big component of what's going on so when you are um an individual who participates in the swing lifestyle 
you kind of start off really slow. You dip your toes in the pond. You kind of figure out if you really want to watch your partner share an experience on an intimate level. And you might go to a party or you might go to a club and you kind of build from there. And you may have some rules and those rules adapt and change. And you just, you kind of are, are baby swingers is what the term that me and um, my poly partner use. And I really felt very strongly from the beginning that him and I, if we are going to go into the lifestyle together as a, as a poly couple new to swing together, we were going to have to start from the bottom. And that bottom for me came with a lot of feelings that I didn't necessarily have with my, with my, my spouse. Jealousy was a very big one, and I didn't really know how to, how to navigate that. I was feeling um, a lot of feelings of, of inadequacy and jealousy if, let's just say, him and, sorry, him being, um, being my, my boyfriend at the club with his spouse. I, didn't, I felt like maybe I was left out or that I was... Um, not being considered. I don't really know what it was, but they were very, very deep-rooted feelings of jealousy. So Somebody's the way that typing. we mitigated that was we both agreed, my boyfriend and I, that we were going to um, pause our intimate relationships with others so that we could develop a strong um, lifestyle, sorry, swing identity together. So what we needed was we needed to go to a club or a party and hook up and have some fun and have some positive um, swaps and things like that and kind of get get a little bit further down the road. And then we would both feel better about being out without our poly partners. So we called that benching. So I naturally had a lot more um, emotional negative feelings than he did. And he just agreed that he was going to wait for me. And he was going to take it at my pace. So we went down that road for a while, um, but it definitely um, created um, some tension and some, some um, hard feelings with our primary partners because they felt as though they were being left out of a lifestyle that we have all sort of very well established. And especially with my husband and I, we have been in it for so long, he kind of felt like, he was missing me in that environment. Uh, all right, all right. Let, so let, did, let me cut you off real quick. Yeah. All right, so sure. just so we can get this in a nutshell, because we've, we've been doing this for a long time now. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it's six months ago. You and Abe, yeah. got, you or I'm sorry, you and Sam started to get this really strong emotional bond for each other, and because it was starting to cause jealousy within mm-hmm. your primary relationships, you guys put yep. the you guys put your part of the relationship on the bench for about six months now, correct? We put, um, no, what we put on the bench was doing things outside of just him and I. We were trying to very actively establish a lifestyle, a swing relationship together. So we, Sam and I were going to the club. Sam and I were trying to become okay. new swingers, but we didn't do that sexual part of things with our primary partner. Okay. All right, now I'm now I'm starting to follow suit here. All right, okay. so so now it's so now you and Sam have kind of put that on the back burner, and and the four of you are trying to put this back on the right path. But if I if I'm reading my notes right, you and Sam are having issues separating the emotional with the swinging parameters. Um. 
I think Sam and I are on the right page. I think where the disconnect is is that our primary partners didn't really understand why we had to kind of put the 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 play on hold because that was something that we obviously were engaged in on a regular basis with okay. our primary partners. So that that became and that was the issue. My my boyfriend and I really had had no issues with play together. We definitely had some issues with play separately. That's sort of the story there. Okay. Question. And I think yeah. No, no. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I, um, I, I thought I think Wall Street that, had a question. Go that ahead. That is the part. That is the part that was the big. That was the big struggle with how do you do how do you do a swing relationship with with a poly partner when the poly rules and the swing rules are or these swing expectations are a little bit different and i think that that's um trouble if we were if we weren't swing before we were poly i think it would be a lot easier to be totally honest. So, so just to clarify to make sure we're on the same page, I apologize because sure. I'm trying to do yeah. four things at once over here. No, it's, you, you it's had mentioned, I guess, right. part of the concern. Get that shitting grin off your face. Sorry, go on. <laughs> I don't know what that's like at all. <laughs> so, <laughs> Michelle, you had mentioned, I guess, there were some concerns about jealousy with you and uh, what, Sa- Sam. Sam, about yeah. maybe there's some concerns about letting him engage in that lifestyle without you. Or separately right. from you, I should say. Okay. Yep. 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 And I and they were very foreign to me. I had never experienced a feeling of jealousy with my husband in my entire journey through the lifestyle. There was not one day where I ever looked at my husband and said, I don't feel comfortable with you engaging in sexual activity with another person. I had given him my blessing from day one to to pursue and to engage in whatever he chose to do. And we were very comfortable in the lifestyle together. We were very comfortable at parties and clubs and everything else. And it was the first time that I felt those feelings. I'd, I'd never experienced them before. Okay. Now, I, I hate to do this because we're up against a break. Sure. I know we have somebody on yeah. on the other line. Yeah, she dropped off. Oh, she did. Yeah, we were okay. having technical difficulties. Oh, all right. We'll, we'll get her. Ba- we'll get her back. Okay. Okay. Um, all right. Well, then. All right. Now that I have the whole thing in my head, the, sure. the the issues of jealousy are the jealousy that you're having with Sam and Charlotte and and Sam in particular ha- having this polyamorous lifestyle outside of the relationship of the four of you or outside of your relationship with him. Right. Yeah. Correct. Okay. Can, can let's do this because the caller, I I want her to chime in because she's got a great insight on this. Do okay. you want to go to break? We'll get her on and then we'll come back. Yeah. Let's do that. Let's do that. Okay. All right. Veritas, how long? Four. Uh, close enough. All, All right. right. Caller, we're, caller, we're, we're coming for you. <laughs> Call back in. We'll be back in just a second.
Hey guys, hope you're enjoying the Nominalatrist K101 podcast. On the off chance you haven't reached out to us on Nominalatrist.com and you wanted to talk to us, it's easy. You have suggestions for the show, you have comments or criticisms, you can, you know, you can always email us. But if you don't want to email us, that's fine, because we're always open to taking constructive criticism. What you can do is reach out to us on Twitter. I'm your host, Mr. Nominella Trist. You can find me on Twitter, at Mr. underscore NVT. You can find Envy on Twitter as well, at SillyKitten815. You're looking for that sexy siren, Sin Kitty? That's easy, too. At Sin underscore Kitty. That's S-Y-N. At KMFD Mike 102 at Wall Street 711. If you were looking to get in touch with our interactive producer, Chapin, it would be at Sarah C 517. Our video producer, at Veritas underscore I underscore M. If you had to get in touch with Sal, it would be at Engineer underscore Sal. <laughs> Who wants to get in touch with Sal? Seriously. Do it your way if that's who you need to get in touch with. We're always here to answer your questions, and we always want to try and support the community in any way we can. Hence, we gave out Sal's fucking Twitter. So, there's that. All right, now you know how to get in touch with us. No excuses. Call in. Ask questions. That's what we're here for. You're listening to the Non-Vanillatrist K101 Podcast with Mr. NVT. Oh, I'm very wet. The K101 Podcast is intended for an adult audience, exclusively for people who are both mature and intellectually self-aware enough to comprehend the gravity and the responsibility of the sexual content contained in the discussion that follows. Those under the age of 18 are requested and expected to discontinue this feed now. Hey guys, thanks a lot for hanging out with K101 Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Nominella Trist, joined by my lovely wife, Nominella Trist. We call her Envy, who's been very quiet over there, but you know, it's been that kind of show. Yeah. Um, we're having a great conversation tonight about swing versus poly. I hope all of you pineapple people are out there paying attention and listening. Uh, chime in on the chat if you have any kind of questions or comments. Add nvtrist at gmail.com to your contacts on Skype, and you can call in or you can chime in on the live chat on YouTube. Currently on the phone... We have Michelle, who is in a swing relationship with her husband, and they have a swinging relationship with another couple, and 
uh, we, we're calling them Sam and Charlotte for the sake of staying anonymous on the show, which you can too when you call in. And currently we're discussing Sam and Michelle, Michelle. kind of catching the feels and discovering that they're not really swingers, they might be Polly. Also on the phone, we have Vixen, I do believe. Although, is Skype open? Should be. Yep. All right, Skype looks like it's open. So if Vixen's I'm on... Here. Hello. There she yes. is. Hello's. How you doing, hon? I heard you typing earlier. That was you typing, wasn't it? Uh, yes, for yeah. a hot second until I realized <laughs> I needed to mute. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> a, it's okay. It's all Thank right. You. We, we were trying for checking. We have all made that mistake, Vixen. Yes, yes, we've all done it. All right, so we uh, we have the we have the two ladies online. Uh, Wall Street, wrap up or, or kind of sum up here or, or have Michelle sum up. You guys can kind of take over and, and tell me. Yeah. So kind of, Michelle, take a quick 30-second issue here, 30-second uh, uh, wrap-up here. So essentially, Michelle's got a, a problem where uh, she has been with her husband for quite some time. She's she's met Sam, this new guy. They've engaged in this, decide to engage in this polyamorous relationship. Um, it sounds like all four of them want to continue swinging, maybe not with each other, but swinging in, in, in the lifestyle. But uh, essentially, Michelle has some questions as far as how do her and Sam continue to engage in the lifestyle without these feelings of jealousy. So... Correct? Exactly. All right. Okay. Hey. See. All right. Awesome. All right. I'm. I'm like. I'm like the dog. I'm like the dog whisperer, but I do it with women. I'm just. I can. I can read them. You can read them. I can is read that them. what we're doing here? It should. I wish. So, Vixen, I'm glad you called in because, as uh, someone who identifies as a swinger, um, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, I missed most of what Michelle was actually saying because I was not on YouTube at that time. That's all right. We, we, we just summed up. It's basically yeah. M- Michelle and, and her husband, um, Abe, are in a swinging relationship with, we are going to call them Sam and Charlotte. And Michelle and Sam have kind of developed into a poly relationship. And now that Sam of that other couple wants to kind of explore this poly thing and Michelle is struggling with some feelings of jealousy. She's never had the jealousy with her own husband in the swinging lifestyle in the last 12 years. Now she's struggling with poly jealousy. Wow. Um, So I guess I can say from the swing standpoint um, jealousy can happen in swinging too but it's, it's more like as a person, if you've got a handle on it, before you kind of mix in other persons, that can be helpful. I can really only speak from my own experience that how Bandit and I look at swinging is that every single time we choose to reach the level of having any kind of sexual time with anybody, um, we are sharing or offering that partner to the other from the poly standpoint which again um wall street is correct we identify more as swingers than as poly probably because of our lack of knowledge about what all poly can be for different people as well um so it sounds like michelle is jealous that her swinging partner not her significant other partner. Correct. But her swinging partner is considering Polly, and yes. she's not sure that he, she's okay with him having yes. um, a much deeper no. relationship no. No. than nope. not it. how swinging can be lighter. Now, it, it's yeah. more of a, her, Michelle's new Polly partner 
is going to be engaging in swinging. And correct, Michelle, that's that's what's causing the that's concern. It. Yes, yes. It's okay. not. It's, oh, yeah, okay, it's, okay. Yeah. So yeah. She, she's jealous because he wants to have some swinging fun where it's more than likely a little bit more on the sexual side, but not forming lifelong relationship with the persons he wants to play with. Right. And I guess and that's the issue for me was, of. as a swinger, I never, ever Am I felt understanding so that feeling. So it's, it's an odd shift in the dynamic, and that's where the struggle is. Okay, so, Michelle, if you remember when we spoke last night, I offered you, I said I had some words of wisdom for you, sort of my personal opinion on it, and I said I was going to yep. reserve that till tonight. Sure. All right. Yep. Do you want to hear it? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. So, you've been, how long have you been married to your, to your spouse? Um, 13 years. We've okay. been together 16. Great. And you said you've been swinging for, for 12 years? Yep, about that. All right. And you, you haven't felt jealousy with him now or and in the, in the recent nope. past? Yeah. Nope, never. Never? Okay. Do that. Do that. Right, Do that. that. <laughs> it might not be quite that easy. Let me finish. I didn't say it was easy. I said it was simple. I didn't say it was easy. That's, that's like saying get over it. I mean, well, <laughs> no, so let me explain. No, no, no. That's fair. Let me, so this, that's is, fair. this is why I find your situation so different. And, you know, the heart wants what the heart wants. Yes, this I'm is why I, This is why I work in finance because I can't deal with emotions because they're illogical. All right. Um, right. What I find about your situation so interesting, and I'm going to say strange or weird, I'm going to say interesting, is that you've been with someone for over a decade, and you yeah. don't have any jealous feelings. But for some reason, this new person, you have concerns about them engaging in the same activity that you've been engaging in for the last 12 years. Okay, and I believe right. that just has to do with one thing, that him and I are back at the beginning, kind right, of starting so our journey together so in pause. the lifestyle. Right. And this, this is maybe at, then. Are you ready? down the road, it won't feel like that, because it'll feel more like what a typical swing relationship is supposed to be like. Okay, Michelle, we this, kind here of, we go. You ready? Michelle, yeah. this, this is yeah. how simple this is then. I, I think you're absolutely right. You've just hit the nail on the head. When you look yes. at jealousy, I think when we all look at jealousy, it only lives in in a few different places uh, inside us, it, it, and it's rooted in something. It's either rooted right. in uh, feelings of inadequacy. Uh, yeah. you're, you're, you have a fear of loss, potentially. Uh, what are the other ones? I, I kind of jotted down some notes here. Um, there, there's always fear of security. Yeah, know, detachment, yeah, or being left out. You know, there's or, a lot or, of things or, that... Or you have a fear of inadequacy. And I think if you can identify which one of those fears it is, and then adjust, and then and then adjust your relationship, or, or have your or have Sam, you know, help help assuage those fears. Yeah. I think I think the jealousy aspect is going to go way yeah. way down well, for you. What, what I'm getting at, Michelle, is that clearly you're comfortable with Abe, and you did something to become comfortable with Abe, with right. him engaging those activities. You need to find what it is that you and him do or say that makes you comfortable. Yeah. And then yeah. just copy and paste that to your relationship with Sam. But what I think is really interesting about this swing poly dynamic is that you kind of have to do like a switch. You have to flick on the light and flick it off all the time when you're when you're when you're going back and forth between poly and swing. And that is something that's very different. When you're in the swing community, you're kind of on autopilot. You do your thing. You engage in, in intimacy with others. You kind of shake each other's hand. You go have a drink, and you are friends at the end of the day. When it comes to poly, there's this whole other other side of things, and I think that that's where sweetie, well, that, there's that's a sweetie, learning curve. Sweetie, sweetie. And, 
Sweetie, yeah. you've been doing that for 12 years already. Yeah. You, you, you've You're been, you've been married to this wonderful man who you love, right. and then you go to the swing right. clubs and you turn it off, and as soon as you leave, you turn it back on. You literally just got to do the same yeah, thing. You, you, you have to but, find that comfortable spot in your relationship yeah. with Sam so that yeah. you can turn it off and turn it back on, just right. like you do when, when you do with Abe. Uh, Cersei and Knott's, go. Right. Recognize this is perhaps just a function of time. You said you and Abe were together for 16 years, and you've been swinging for 12. So you had four years to build... A relationship before you, yeah, before you started swinging. Right. This, this thing right. now is new and it's still fresh. And so there's going to be some insecurities there. This may be something that just some time and some experience is what you need yeah. to put perspective. I, 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 yeah. would, I would also add this. I, I don't know Sam. I don't know who he is. I'm sure he's a wonderful individual. But, but what I tell mm -hmm. myself is this. You know, it, it's the old adage about if you love something, set it free. And that's how I try to live my life with my relationships. If you love something, let it free. If it comes back to you, it's yours. If if it doesn't, it wasn't meant to be in the first place. Shoot it. Yeah, exactly. If you I've engage... done a lot of reading mm -hmm. about poly, and I think that one of the biggest things, one of the biggest takeaways that I'm learning as a as a new poly person, is that you have to allow your poly partner to be free and to be um, open and to have have their heart be open if that's something that they want to pursue, and you have to be okay with that open heart and I'm I'm learning how to do that it's very new because that's something that we have haven't really experienced in, in swing so it's interesting that um, that Wall Street actually mentioned that I have the similar situation with Orchid Fire essentially she was very unused to what I where I was going this came at the mic by the way and essentially, I was I was going into new ground that she was not used to whatsoever. I, I'm not saying that's your situation at all. No, however, I understand. however, she was not used to where I was going, and it took experience, it took trust, it took positive, you know, affirmation of being able to communicate with her that this was where we were going. And slowly, very slowly, it worked to our benefit, and we both now understand where we are and what we're doing. Yeah, you, you but to, it took so, time. Yeah, it, sometimes it takes time to set that foundation. Hey, I'm going to go do this. And yes, no, you no, you might not be comfortable right off the right. bat. But, you know, if you trust me, you know, you can watch. You know, I, this is how I'm, I, this is exactly how it's going to happen. And then when they get to see, that's exactly how it's going to happen. And then when you come back, you revisit. Say, that's exactly how it happened. It's exactly what I told you. So, and everything right. is okay. And I'm still holding your hand. And I still right. love you so much. And staying on that it, communication you know, you, you have to have that ridiculous level of communication right off the bat. Go so, ahead, two points. First off, Britt has been blowing up the chat. Um, <laughs> and I'm just going to say for the whole world. I know. I'm going to say for the whole side. world to know I have a man crush on this guy. I'm just going to. I'm totally. <laughs> Not totally, just the accent. I totally think a lot of us do. Totally <laughs> platonic, no homo man crush. Um, no, he, he said two things here, which I think you really need to hear. Um, he said, I would add that no partner is the same as another. Polly tends to be connecting with people who are different to other partners. Oh, he just gave me a heart. <laughs> Polly uh, tends to be... <laughs> Wait, you're, you're messing him up, man. All right. Coffee? So says, yeah. <laughs> so I would add that no partner is the same as another. Polly tends to be connecting with people who are different to the other partners. In my relationships, I love each partner in a different way, but not less. And the yeah, other no thing less, he, no he says... There's no being replaced. There's no competition. There's no comparison. You can't Very true. put two side by side. You're unique. That's why they love you. Yeah. And a question he asked, which I didn't even think of, um, personally, mine is Taco Bell and Cops. Uh, what do you do for self-care when your partner's seen another woman? 
Oh, that's a good question. Hey, that's why when when Pretty Tied Up is out with kitty cans, it's Taco Bell and Cops Night. I'm just saying. <laughs> Michelle, what do you do? What do you do for self care? Okay. So one of the things that um, that my boyfriend and I um, talked about doing was that we would kind of do activities on a swing level in a parallel way. Like I'd go out with my husband to a different club. Him and his wife would go to a different club. And we would kind of just be engaged in the same environment together. So maybe my mind would be, um, you know, focused on my experience and not be sitting at home drinking my coffee and um, watching the clock and imagining every single thing that's going on because I'm very well aware of what happens at the swing club at certain times of the day of the evening and blah, blah, blah. And that makes me insane. Right, so we let, try let to institute that, so, but so, it's not practical because we can't always be doing the same thing at the same time. <laughs> I think what we have to do is we have to make a rule that we, we try to engage in some type of a... Um, of an individual healthy activity, like I've just learned how to play guitar, so maybe I'd hit that a little heavier that night, or maybe I'd go to the gym or go for a swim in the pool or do something completely out of the normal so that I'm not focusing on it. Okay. There you go. So so that was my next question then. What I was trying to ask was when when your husband's not around and your boyfriend is off doing something, I think that was the self-care question. What are you doing that takes your mind off of those things that take care of you? So you're not it's sitting around It's easier said than done. I'll oh, be I, honest. Oh, I don't it's, doubt it's that it's not, easier said than done. It's not always easy. But I think, I I think when we're setting... Taco Bell thing is a great idea. When, when you're setting good habits, I think that's that's the point here, is, is, it, is find those things those things that make you right. happy yeah. and please you right. and, and take advantage of that time. Yeah, Britt's Brit right. saying, you know, his is just engaging his hobbies, going out with one of his partners. Over time, the jealousy is going to fade. Yeah. It will. You know, the one thing I would comment, and, and take this as you will because I'm not a psychiatrist, um, when you say that when you're... There's no yeah, professional help here. No. <laughs> when, when you say that when Sam goes to the club, you'll say you'll also go to a different club and you're dealing with that as a way of dealing with jealousy... <laughs> My gut tells me I don't know if that's the right thing. Yeah, I would say be, be productive okay. helping you. It was, it, yeah, like do it. It was an idea. Yeah. I don't necessarily yeah, no, I, think it's a, it, we, we've actually employed that, that, that yeah. possibility. I, I don't I know really if that's the best it. way to handle yeah, it. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say it's a bad way either. As long as what you're doing, whatever it is you're choosing to do, isn't it's not a distraction so much as it is self care. Self care. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, or, you're doing something positively that, that helps other you. Person. Like, I don't want it to ever be, be sort of punitive either. Like, if you're going to go over here, then I'm going to go over here and exactly. do that. And I don't ever want it to be that yeah, either. Yeah. I think so, as long as you're paying so attention and you're, and, you're, and you're cognizant of that, I think that that's a good point. Cersei, yeah. go ahead. Yeah. You but to... you know what I think is really strange? Why doesn't was... that exist in swing? Michelle. It's kind of the same thing. Michelle, I think what you need to focus on is that you, you still need to be the person you were that attracted Abe and that attracted your boyfriend. So you have to keep doing the things that you enjoy and not just waiting for someone else to join your life again. Right. You're right. That's true. Very, very true. I agree with that. All right. So, Michelle, were we helpful? Yeah, no, it's it's a very complicated sort of situation and I think what what I think is lost because my situation was so was so challenging was that we really didn't address um swing and poly as two separate things. We kind of, I, because my my situation is swally. It's very in in you know, it's inclusive in both both worlds right. that I didn't want that to be lost. I I'm hoping that um my situation didn't complicate 
No, I, I don't. I don't think it did because okay. we're, we're gonna we're gonna jump right back into that now. But I wanted to make sure that we took oh. care of you yeah. be- before yeah. we let you before we let you off the phone. No, I definitely um, wanted my my dynamics to be um, shared because it is very unique and Good. it's um, it's interesting that I'm sort of navigating this water from the very beginning and I'm still we're all sort of super new. If it assists in any way, you're not alone. There are more than just you in the Swally style yeah. thing. And and this con- this is a very common oriented back and forth thing. So that's kind of what I wanted to get to then. So uh, first of all, Michelle, thank you very much for calling in and, and sharing. And, uh, you know, we're, we're going to kind of wrap up because usually our shows at this point with the new format only go 40 <laughs> minutes and, we, and we've gone over an hour at this point. No, it's okay. Honey. We, I, one of the things we do, the reason we started this show is so we can help people so if you're calling in sure. and you're taking the time then we absolutely want to help but i want to make awesome. sure that thank we you get, for having me absolutely absolutely yes. i but i want to make sure we get back to the swing versus poly just to kind of wrap that up rather than just leave it at the end of it rather than the, no, no 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 leave it up um ra- rather than just leave it at the end of uh wrapping up one particular issue yeah. i i think one of the things we talked about during this and and it was really brought to light was was where does that jealousy sit and I think is I think the biggest thing, no matter what we're talking about when it comes to swing versus poly, um, whether you're in the swinging community and you know you're you're doing the whole don't catch the feels, or you're in the poly community and it's the you know we're going to let this new thing develop. If you if you're starting to feel that jealousy, the first thing you need to do is to address where it comes from. What is it exactly that that's giving you the hard time? Is it insecurity? Right. Is it you know, is, is it inadequacy? You know, w- what are the things that, that are... And then once you start to address those positively within yourself, I think you'll start to see that the that the jealousy starts to float away. Yeah, anyone who as a poly person, anyone who says that poly people don't experience jealousy, which is why they can do what they can do, that's bullshit. Poly bullshit. people get yep. jealous bullshit. just like everyone else. Now, I think where we differ is our the way that we handle it and our capacity to handle it, but that's not something that happens immediately. That takes plenty of time to develop you know some people develop it faster than others i mentioned in, in the pineapple right. club that i'm very fortunate in the fact I, I got over it really quick i just i don't think i really have a strong jealousy gene for lack of a better term other people have been poly for years and they're still dealing with it on a day-to-day basis yeah, that, that's the thing envy and i we were just talking about it right before we came in to the studio today um she does not have uh i don't want to say she doesn't have a jealous bone in her body but she doesn't have many I mean, every once in a while I'll put my bone in her. But other than that, not very many jealous bones in her not body. Not at all. No. Um, I, I, on the other hand, I can be a very insecure, needy bitch. Right. So there's that. <laughs> what? I know. <laughs> You're such a drama queen sometimes. Oh, don't even get me started. <laughs> go ahead. I got another. Yeah, go ahead. if you want. Oh, I, yeah, I got that. All right, so uh, are we good on the swing versus poly? I mean, other than I mean, I think we if we uh, handling jealousy is the big thing. I think no matter which one you're talking about. But as far as what swinging is versus versus poly, are we all on the same page with that too? Poly is more of a you're crossing emotional boundaries, where swinging is more of a this is my partner, this is one unit, and we are sharing what yeah. we have I, as a unit with other people. You know, I'm gonna, Whereas with, with Polly, you have that autonomy. I'm going to reiterate what I said when I started word. this. Uh, there's no clear-cut definition. Everyone's got their own definition. It's clearly a spectrum, and, and you define where you want to be on it. But to your point, yes, I think it's really those two factors. It's the, it's the crossing the emotional boundaries and the autonomy of are we a unit or are we people. Yeah. All right, cool. Hey, guys, th- that's the K101 podcast for the live show. Um, if we missed anything... 
drop it in the comments below. I mean, you're, you're catching the end of the live show, so you might not be able to say anything in the chat. Did uh, Britt say anything else in the in the live chat? I, I know he was blowing it up for a while. Uh, there's a lot. Him and Vixen are going back and forth. Oh, are <laughs> <laughs> well, Britt and Vixen, thank you very much for uh, chiming in on the live chat. Vixen, thank you very much for calling in. Michelle, thank you very much for calling in. Um, you guys were absolutely great tonight, and and Michelle, I can't I can't reiterate enough. Thanks a lot for calling in and, and sharing your your personal story with us. Tell uh, your friends. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> just before we we end the live show, yeah. I just need to. Chime oh, I, I got a little I got a couple more things I want to. Yeah, try okay. and wrap up. Go okay, ahead. go ahead. Well, I I just want to uh, dedicate the the complications at the beginning of the show. <laughs> okay. To my ex wife, <laughs> Karen. 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 <laughs> who who just remarried this past Saturday. Aww. So isn't that sweet? Good for her. She should go away then, right? God, I hope it's so. Someone yeah. else's so problem. Yeah, so, I just, so, Karen. Karen. Yeah. To Karen. Yeah. To Karen. Yeah, to Karen. To Karen. So we're toasting to Karen with K101 merchandise. To you, friend. Yeah, there you go. Um, yeah, I, I think uh, if we missed anything, drop it in the comments. If you're new here, hashtag new so we know, you know, we can kind of keep track of who you are. We do the show live every other Wednesday night. Sorry, we're one late. We're one night late tonight. Um, we thought we were going to have a new camera online, and it did not work out. Nope. nope. Sure didn't. Sure it didn't. sure will, though. It will, though. It will. It'll, it'll be ready by uh, the next live show. So that'll be awesome. Uh, don't forget, Wall Street's Tazathon is the next live show. So... Uh, I I can't, dude. I can't wait for this. Uh, we are gonna have. <laughs> go ahead, do it. Do it. We'll, we'll, we'll wrap it up with that. That's, that's yeah. Great so idea. September twenty fifth. Don't miss it. God knows I'll be here. I don't have a choice in this. No, I do. I do have a choice. Consent. 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 consent, 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 consent. consent. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know it Holy is consent. Shit. Seriously. <laughs> Right. It, it's it's funny. I was telling the production. I mean, I said, you know, so I, I'm doing this. I'm I'm putting my body out there. I should kind of get whatever I want. And Mr. NBT is still not signing off on Jello Wrestling. I'm very disappointed in that. I, nope. Uh, in a watermelon pull. I'm Hello? sacrificing no. my body, and I, I can't I, even get two hot chicks. Jello no. Wrestling. No, definitely not. Keep clothes <laughs> on sale. Hashtag keep clothes on sale. Yes. Hashtag zap my junk. So September 25th, live on air. Proceeds go to benefit the National uh, Coalition of Sexual Freedom. Uh, NCSfreedom.org is their website. Check it out. They have some fantastic uh, posters and uh, uh, background savers for your phone or your computer that uh, show uh, you know positive images and consent and, and how to get that out there. So uh, You'll be able to donate live during the show. Uh, the link, will, it's not there right now, but we'll put the link in the description uh, below if you're catching this uh, on Friday morning or after Friday morning on the 13th. Friday the 13th, by the way, right? Um, if you check oh, the link below, no. you'll be able to make your donations there. Um, also, uh, the Quartermasters are having our Kilts and Corsets pub crawl in we Linux. Are? We will be taking donations uh, live on Saturday the 21st. I may have to you, fly back from Maine just us. for you'll that one day. You get to meet the K101 crew, and you'll get to meet Wall Street, and he'll be actually wearing the same kilt I that he'll be wearing. I will be there. I'll oh, be in right. Maine. Be I know. He's not going to be there. Disappointed. I mean, you're not wearing a kilt just going to have to imagine what you look That's like. That's right. You can, However, you come hang out with the rest he, of us. However, if I get done with my show early, Sal will that is make true. an appearance. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and, and I think, I think Cersei said it best. Yet, He's saving himself. He's yes. saving himself? Saving himself. I think that's, you know, appropriate. <laughs> I've seen I've seen Wall Street at the Corral. He's not saving anything. <laughs> we, we got Corral stories to share yes, on we the do. next show. <laughs> yes, we do. All right, then, guys, catch up with us on Saturday morning because that'll be the next show. Uh, for I'm your host, Mr. Nominal Trist, for my lovely wife, Envy. Uh, for Wall Street, thank you, dude, uh, for running the chat tonight. Uh, Cersei, Biter, KMFD Mike, his no. happy pet, Nurse G, Veritas, Sal. Fuck off, Karen. Yes. <laughs> Veritas, kick us out. <laughs> Oh,
Can I smell it? 